Welcome to She Will Lead with host Sheba Wilson. She Will Lead is a podcast that speaks to the heart and soul of women in leadership, the unique challenges we face, and how we can become empowered to overcome them and live every day above defeat. have made significant strides globally over the years. However, there are many fields that remain male-dominated, not just at the top, but often in the trenches also. Male-dominated industries and occupations are particularly vulnerable to reinforcing masculine stereotypes that make it even more difficult for women to excel. In the United States, Only 7.2% of women worked full-time in male-dominated occupations in the year 2018. Women in male-dominated industries can sometimes feel as if they're swimming with the sharks. In this episode, we will learn about the challenges women face in a male-dominated industry and how one woman has paved the way for others in the area of trades. We are joined by Evelyn Pacheco. She is an Army veteran, a mother and grandmother. Evelyn made history as Nevada's first licensed black female plumber, letting women know that it doesn't matter how hard your life is or was, you can still make something of your life. She has leveraged her personal experience to help all women through her Nevada and women trades. It's an organization that's nonprofit and formed specifically to increase the number of women in the trades industries. It is a signature program called Pipelines. Nevada Women in Trades is increasing the number of women in the Nevada workforce, specifically in highly skilled blue-collar trade occupations. In January 2020, Nevada Women in Trades had its first ever graduation ceremony and Pipeline's comprehensive program initiatives increased career opportunities in the construction industry for low-income, re-entry, ex-prisoners, veterans, homeless, and disenfranchised women. So today's episode, we're discussing women in trade. Evelyn, your your bio has been shared with the audience, so I usually still want to give uh, my guests an opportunity to share with us who you are and, and what you believe your true purpose is. So go ahead and let us know who Evelyn is and, and what is your purpose here on Earth? You know, first of all, I wanted to say thank you, Shiva. It's an honor to be on this program this morning here in Las Vegas, Nevada, and And um, just thank you for the opportunity to spread the word on how important it is for women to be financially stable and how that there's access to the trades for women all around the world. Um, And I am a plumber, uh, I'm a veteran, I'm a grandmother, and I am the founder of Nevada Women in Trades. Uh, I found out in 2007 that I was the first black woman to get a plumber's license in the state of Nevada which people ask me, did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Um, My focus was not that I was the only black woman on the job. My focus was that I was able to um, feed my my kids 
you know, um, put shoes on, put shoes on her feet and, and, and food in their bellies and, and have a safe environment for them to live in and have a home and a, and a, and a car. And that was my objective, um, throughout getting and going through the apprenticeship. Um, I, um, I have a background in business. Um, when I moved here to Las Vegas, I was a secretary. Um, and then I had a job at Fitzgerald Casino, which is now um, Mr. D's now on Fremont. And I was doing the maintenance department there, doing service room service calls where you do maintenance calls when people call and say their plumbing's mm-hmm. not working and all that. And then one of the ladies in housekeeping said her husband was in the apprenticeship program, the local 525 Plumbers and Pipefitters Union. And again, I thought, well, wait a minute, you know, that's different than doing maintenance. That's different than what I've been doing. And she's like, well, just talk to him and see what you think. And of course I was doubting, you know, and that's what we do, right? We, we start that mm-hmm. doubt, that doubt game, you know, and thinking we can't do things. And, and, uh, uh, so I went and applied for the apprenticeship program. Um, didn't get in. Then I got a letter two weeks later said, um, uh, that I got in, I got a phone call also saying that I was the luckiest uh, person in Las Vegas, didn't know who the heck it was. I thought it was somebody calling about the casinos, but it was actually the head of the department for um, the apprenticeship program. And I went and my first job was a powerhouse, which is when when you're heading out to state line crossing in California, there's a big powerhouse on your left-hand side and it's called Bighorn. I was there for 11 months. Um, it was amazing. You know, uh, my first check was $1,400. I thought something was wrong with the check, you know, and because uh, I'm like, how the heck can you make $1,400 in one week? You know, that's uh-huh. like, wow. You know, I never had come across any money like that. You know, and I told my journeyman that, you know, if I cash it, it's mine. You know, I'm not going to give it back. You're going to take take me to court and all that. He started laughing at me and, and thought it was funny, but I was serious, you know. <laughs> and, um, and so it the journey just started from there. You know, I've been on I and, and I work commercial, so it's mm-hmm. not residential what I do. Um, so I've been on several powerhouses here. I've been, uh, on the strip, uh, Manly Bay, Venetian, um, oh gosh, let's see, Fountain Blue, um, the wind, the encore, um, oh, I've been wow. in schools. So I, I've been a lot of, a lot of work I put on. And, and the beautiful part of that is that you can look at what you've done, right? I can go on the strip and point mm-hmm. to and show the grandkids and, and say, Hey, this is what they call me. Yaya, my grandkids. Yeah. And point to what I'm doing, you know, and it's, it's an honor. It's a privilege, you know? Um, so I'm 55. Um, and I'm here to let women know that it's possible. Anything you want, any of your dreams, any of your visions, you just got to stick to it. And the other part is nothing comes easy. It, it just doesn't work like right. that. Ladies and gentlemen, it just doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, um, you have to work at it. You got to stay at it. And there's going to be lumps in the road. But you know what? Divert, go around, go through, go over, but stay, stay the course, stay the course. Yes. 
it's interesting that you you said you know you can go and and go on the strip and, and show your grandkids you know the work that you've done because I was just in Las Vegas in February into the first week of March this year and I stayed at the Wynn and so hearing you say that I'm like okay so I had an opportunity to to have a a look at your work and I didn't even know it because I hadn't met you at that time right. but it's interesting that you said it that way. Well, yeah, yeah, the AC so, because of me. Yes. You're, you're so, you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, tell us, you know, why did you start Nevada Women in Trades? I started Nevada Women in Trades because uh, I seen that there was other women in trades all around the United States, right? There's, there's one in Utah that, um, the women in trades got started in in Ohio in 1979. Uh, my mentor is Chicago women in trades that got started in 1981. There's Washington women in trades. There's there's a women in trades in Missouri. There's one in Virginia. There's one in Boston. There's trades women um, all over the place too. And I just thought, you know what? We need something like this, and they we need somebody that. Um, knows what's going on that's been in the apprenticeship program that's walked the walk and and can talk to talk you know um i think that's important i wanted women to see familiar faces you know to show them um i did it because of my grandkids you know they're six and eight and i wanted to show my my grandbabies um who are black we're going to be black women um soon here that you know, this, you can do this, you know, it, it's it, anything's yes. reachable at your fingertips, anything. And, mm-hmm. um, and as I think in women and when they're younger, you know, and, and just how my experience is, is that you're often told what you can't do and what you shouldn't do. Um, and I wanted to show that you can do it. Um, that was yes. a big part of this. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love that, you know, you're, you're often told what you can do and what you shouldn't do, but you know, no one really tells you what you can do. And so I'm, I'm so exactly. grateful to you, you know, as a woman of color that you've, you've taken the initiative to start something like this, that gives so many opportunities to women in, in your state. So, you know, speaking of that, how beneficial do have you found the program to be for women specifically in your community? I, I believe Nevada Women in Trades has really put the information out there now um you have to start somewhere right um and and this is a movement for me you know um when i i went to um dumas martin jr who did my nonprofit for me he told me um that you know this is going to be huge um and and you're going to change a lot of women's lives and mm-hmm. and then we both said we're also going to change the next generation of lives also too and that is so important to me and and um Vegas is very has a lot of construction going on here that's a big percentage mm-hmm. of of the work here is construction so it's very much needed here and um and, and also, again, go back to the information of getting it out there. That's the part that um, is difficult. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not uh, I've stopped a lot of women in the, in the grocery store. I just stop anybody, right? All women. I yes. have a card. I talk to them. And because that's a big part of it. 
you know, the networking part of it. And mm-hmm. I believe that Nevada Women in Trades is definitely fulfilling that need that's here in Nevada. And, and I also want to fulfill the need all around the world um, that women in trades is much needed. Um, I think it's important. Uh, I, and, and to have a relationship with the trades too here and in, in, in Vegas and, and also have the communication with, with women like you that are in the Caribbeans where we all should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's important. The information and our program is called pipeline. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I picked that word because we're the middle person um, to get the information out, to be the pipeline between the public, the, the trades and to the women that need to um, get this information. Great. You know, I, I like that you, you kind of touched on what I, what I'm going to ask next, because I wanted to find out, you know, if you believe that that smaller countries could model this program and, and if you'd be willing to, to broaden your, your, your borders and take it outside of, of your state. And so you, you mentioned that that is something that you're, you're looking to do. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Of course. Um, I believe this is not for me to keep. Um, again, um, this is a movement. Um, this needs to be everywhere. And, and, and my, uh, um, again, you know, my, my vision was here for the States but uh, my other vision is to bring it outside the United States. I think it's important, again, for all women to be financially stable. I think it also hits on the part where if you're in a, a, a situation where you're in a violent situation and, or, or you're in a situation where you think you're going to lose your kids and you don't know how to turn, what to do, I think Nevada Women Trades is perfect for this situation, right? It gives you an out. It helps you see that there is a rainbow um, there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you don't have to stay in those situations. You can be empowered. You, you can move on, you can move forward. And, um, and there's, and this is empowering also, um, next mm-hmm. year, we're going to have a national Alliance women in trade summit here in Las Vegas in 2021, September 10th, um, at MGM. And that is to mm-hmm. broaden and let all women in, in all careers come here under one umbrella and talk about how uh-huh. we're empowered and advocacy. But yes, to answer your, go back to your question. Um, yes, I, I think it has to happen that way. Great. And I'm happy to hear that, you know, and, and whatever I can do to be a part of, of getting that information out there and to connect you with persons within in my network in the Caribbean um, that would be interested in, in starting something similar in their countries, I'll definitely be happy to provide you with that because I know that it's absolutely needed in the islands. And so thank you for being willing to take it outside of your state and to, to see this become something that's global. Oh, definitely. Again, it's not, this is not for me to keep. You know what I mean? It takes a village for this to happen. It truly does. This is, this is something that's definitely needed. And, and, and I, I am not supposed to contain it. I'm, I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the thing about purpose, right? It's always much bigger than self. It's, it's never about about the individual it's it's about something much larger something that that has lasting impact from generation to generation and and that's why you know you're in purpose when it's so much bigger than you are 
Oh, agreed. Oh, definitely agreed. <laughs> and and the and the other part of that is is seeing that, right? It, it, yes. If you don't see that, and then you get stalled, you know, and 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 things mm-hmm. don't happen. Look how beautiful this is that we're talking this morning, and how we met, and and everything, and yes. how it's all lining up, you know. And I'm spiritual also, and and I do believe that everything happens for a reason. I mm-hmm. I do believe this is what. Now I see this is my purpose. This is, this is my, everything's lining up on all the things I went through, all the stuff, all the crying, all the, all the, oh my gosh. And, and, and the, and the thinking and the confusion and, and all of that. Yes. Um, I believe this is it. Yes, absolutely. So let, let's talk about some of the challenges that, that you might've faced in getting this started. And and you can also speak about challenges from the perspective as, as a woman in, in trade yourself, you know, talk about the challenges that you, you face um, getting into the trades. And um, that's a male dominated area um, has been for a very long time. And so you can speak of, of challenges that you encountered from that perspective, and then also challenges with regard to starting uh, Nevada women in trade. Okay. Um, Let's start with the first question. Uh, yes, it's it's it is a challenge. Um, here in Nevada, we have a statistics that came out about four months ago: um, 272 women versus 6,200 men uh, in the Southern Nevada trades. That alone should tell you that Nevada women in trades is much needed here mm-hmm. and much needed around the world. We have to change those statistics. And the way that we're going to change those statistics is me out here networking, having relationships with the trades, having relationships with contractors, having relationships with women and, and being able to sit down at the table, doing panels, doing what I'm doing right here. Um, it's a big challenge because you're right. It is a male dominated world. Uh, we passed a bill here. It's called SB 207 here in January to help more apprentices uh, be able to be on the jobs. Well, now um, legislator opens up here in Nevada in January. So I've already have been talking with other um, organizations. Um, Dr. Sandra Cosgrove, who is a professor um, with CSN and also on my board, um, she's on, she's a president of League of Women Voters and we are getting some other senators together and it doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, but we mm-hmm. want to amend the bill and add a percentage of women on there is very much needed um, to go in that direction, you know, to, yes. to, to guarantee, you know, that we have a seat at the table and that we start changing things, you know, for the benefit of, of women, of unrepresented women, veteran women, uh, women even coming out of prison, you know, it's important. Mm-hmm that we don't leave anybody behind and we bring everybody to the table. Um, the, the challenge of um, my program is getting the information out there. That has been a challenge and it's getting way better. I've started my nonprofit in 2018 and I can honestly say that, um, again, I'm gonna admit to you, uh, women like you that are helping to bring um, Nevada women in trades to the forefront is so important that we get network out here, that we get the word out that that there is women in trades. There's a you know there are women that um, want to contribute, you know, and and we can put this on women too, you know, um, that yes. there's there's gatekeepers in that too, you know, that some women 
um, look the other way. And, and one thing about this pandemic that um, I know has happened that it's brought everything to the forefront, right? It's, it's definitely made you look in the mirror about what you're doing, how you're doing, what you're yeah. not doing. Um, and even though um, Floyd, you know, passed away and, and, how he, and how he was killed, but it also brought a lot of disparities to the forefront too mm-hmm. on how we are, are being overlooked. And, but it's also have brought a lot of compassion and, and a lot of partnerships because now you can't look the other way no more, right? A lot of people, yes. if it's not me, it's not happening to you, oh, that's not my problem. But now it's like, no, it is your problem. Don't look the other way. Let's let's get in the trenches, lady. Let's be allies. You know, let's let's yeah. not look the other way and say, "Oh, it's not my problem. It's everybody's problem. It really is." So, um, I I think it's beautiful that we're becoming allies, that we're working together. And if if like I say, you can't have one foot on the couch and one foot in the dirt. It doesn't work like that yeah. right now. And you got to have, as my articles say, both feet have to be in the trenches. And if you're not willing to do that, you have to move out of the way and let those that are willing to do that come through. Great. I completely agree with you, you know, and, and like I said earlier, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to connect with you and to, to bring this to the forefront. And I'm glad that you're encouraging other women, you know, to, to use your connections to, to, to highlight some of the challenges that are faced by women globally and, and some of the initiatives that exist to address those challenges. And so, you know, this is a start, you know, on a global level. And and hopefully those persons that will be listening in, they would then share this message with others and, and help to to uh, be a part of, of the campaign and, and the, the publicity of uh, Nevada Women in Trades. And, you know, the start of something that may may go uh, beyond the borders of, of Nevada and into the wider world. So let's talk about how men can support women in trade. Uh, you know, a lot of times we, we have ha- heavily dominated um, at the leadership level. We have a lot of men in leadership. And so at the leadership level is where a lot of decisions are made. And so when I say, how can men support women in trade? What, what would you say to men who are in a position to make decisions and to change the trajectory really of the lives of women um, in, in their various uh, areas of, of responsibility? What, what would you say to them? What should they be doing to support women in trade? Um, that's a good question because, um, uh, just because, uh, my nonprofit is Nevada women in trades does not mean we don't need the men, right? Um, I have several men mentors that I go to and talk to, um, that are running apprenticeship programs that are deeply involved and, and, and are definitely, um, supported of Nevada women in trades. I have, we have a six week program. Uh, Monday through Friday and four Saturdays. And I have speakers from 12 to two um, in our program because everything is online right now. We have, we started the first mm-hmm. online program here in Nevada um, to have women get on here. We have a student of eight students right now. And I have men that come mm-hmm. on there and speak. Um, I have uh, uh, men that help with tutoring 
I, um, we go to, we have tours that we go to, to different apprenticeship programs. And, and those are the men that have been in the forefront with me and helping me go through what I'm going through. So, and then also a lot of men, um, are running companies that have women, um, that work for them and to know that you support them is huge. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and make sure in your diversity, um, departments that you put it, you blast it out that, you know, it's okay for them to move up. It's okay for them to, um, to build, to move within the company, the organization it's, it's, and, and actually put out, um, marketing things about supporting mm-hmm. women and nonprofits like Nevada women in trades is much appreciated. I'm willing to talk and sit down with any men that own businesses that are in, in positions where they can hire women. Um, and, and it's not just about me accepting phone calls when a woman calls me and asks me about the program. I also accept phone calls when a man calls me too and say, I have my OSHA. Where do you think I, where do you think I should go? You know, I, I stop, I've often stopped a lot of men in grocery stores and say, Hey, you know, you can make more money if you do this, this and that. So I'm not where mm-hmm. I'm biased like that. I want to help everyone just that women need a, a upper right now. Um, into getting the information yes. to get into the trades because of our statistics and how many are women versus men that are in the trades. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think sometimes, you know, when when we deal with women empowerment, uh, there's a, con- a level of confusion. People tend to think that because you're focused on empowering women, that it is to say you're pinning one against the other, but that's not the case. Right. What you're really doing is trying to balance the scales, you know, and, and to have a, a level playing field and fair, opp- fair and equal opportunities for women as they exist for men. It's not to say that men are not needed because of course we're all needed. We're just trying to make sure that women are given opportunities that they once didn't have. Yes. And so that that's what it is about. Okay. So I agree. I agree. your, your organ, yes, <laughs> your organization specifically uh, tailors the initiatives uh, to acts offenders, veterans, the homeless and disenfranchised women. Are these groups of women uh, dear to you? And if so, why? I believe that all women need a second chance. Um, regardless of where you come from is where you're going. Um, and, and, and for some reason, um, all the, my outreach is, is women that I feel um, have been forgotten sometimes. And, 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 and might need that extra lift that extra empowerment. I think all women need empowering. All women need to be lifted. Um, I, I think we shouldn't leave nobody behind. I'm a veteran and, and definitely you always hear, you know, leave no one behind. And, mm-hmm. and I believe that's what, what Nevada women trades is all about. And, and, um, and that's why my outreach is what it is. You know, um, I'm trying to make sure again, that no one gets left behind, that we help all women, that we are able to, give them information to help them. And you just don't, you never know when you're talking to somebody, how just 10 minutes of conversation can help change that their life, you know, and that's what it's about, you know, empowering women, 
making them aware of what they have out here when they don't feel they're aware, making again with the violent situations that they're in, that they have choices and there's other things mm-hmm. and there's other routes, there's other ways. Absolutely. You know, so speaking of that, what advice would you then give to a woman who is right now struggling to find her place in society to to rebuild her life? What what advice, what guidance would you give to a woman who's tuned in right now and, and struggling in that area? Well, um, I want to give my, my, our website is www.nevada spelled out wit.org. So it's www.nevadawit.org. Um, you can go on our website, you can check it out and see what, what we have. You can see me on there and all the places where I've been, who I've been talking to, all the networking I've done. And also those that are not here in in Nevada or not here in the States, um, it's important that when you're doing your resume, you check on who that you're going to interview with, because you never know what type of question they're going to ask you, but you need to know who you're sitting down in front of. You need to make sure you ask the question. When they ask you a question, answer it. Don't over answer it. Um, Just answer the question. Be, make sure you're dressed right. You know, because um, it is an interview and, and un- unfortunately, people look at first impressions, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, when you're um, like uh, OSHA, OSHA is important um, to get your OSHA certification. I believe that somewhere down the line, you're going to have to have an OSHA card in order to get on any type of job, no matter what it is. I believe I really believe that's coming down the pipe. Um, mm-hmm. You uh, need to get familiar with Zoom. Uh, Zoom is yes. something that's really happening right now or, or Zencast or whatever you have, you know, you need to get familiar with that. Um, check your resume out. Think about things that you, you know, that you've done. You can add that to your resume. Uh, if you plan on getting in construction, you need to do something, probably go work on something that's um, outside uh, because you're going to be outside. Construction is being yeah. outside. Um Things like that, things that get you familiar with, with what's going on with construction and, and again, doing a, a check on who you're interviewing and what's going on. And, and my, my email is info at nevadawit.org. You can send me an email too. That's info, I-N-F-O, Nevada spelled dot, Nevada spelled out, um, info at, I'm sorry, info at nevadawit.org. And I can answer your emails too. Great. So Evelyn, earlier you spoke about the benefits of, of this program to your community. And uh, you shared with us your journey. How at this stage, how um, are you personally impacted by, by what you're doing? Like, what does it do for you personally? You know, what are, what are you getting out of, of, of this initiative that you are pouring your, your heart and soul into? Empowerment. That's what I'm getting out of it. Empowerment. Little do everyone know when, when someone calls me from, from the jail, wow, that's wild to me, you know, mm-hmm. to, to get a call from a woman from Florence McClure up in prison to call, to talk to me, to ask me about Nevada women in trades is beautiful. You know, it lets me know why I'm doing this and for them to use their money to call me is beautiful too. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really, 
the empowerment. That's that's the word I want to use is empowerment, you know, and that I can empower others. And in those days when I'm feeling, oh my gosh, I get, I'm feeling overwhelmed, and and then I. Here comes Sheba Wilson, right? Who who tells me, <laughs> hey, I want you to be on my podcast and I'm calling from the Caribbean. That to me is empowering. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. It's it's yes. um it's showing me again that I'm on my path, that this is my yes. journey. And yes, I'm 55, and and yes, I would like to have of did this in my twenties, but obviously that wasn't mm-hmm. the path at the time, you know? So empowerment. Yes. Great, you know, and I, I love that because I am all about empowering other persons, you know, and I, I do a lot of work within my local community as well in terms of offering free um, training and development opportunities for persons so that I can just see them reach their full potential and and to be and do all that God created them to be and do. And for me, that gives me the greatest gratification, the greatest satisfaction and fulfillment in life to be a part of someone's journey and watch them grow and develop and and become all that they they were destined to to be. And, and that does it for me, you know, it keeps me going in in the moments when, when I feel tired and I feel as if I'm not being effective. Sometimes you get a phone call. Sometimes you get an email, a thank you, an invitation to speak. And it it just, you know, gives you the fuel that you need to keep doing what you're called to do. And so I just want to thank you again, Evelyn, for agreeing to be on the podcast and for sharing what you're doing over there in Nevada and being open to the opportunity to, to take this to other countries. And, you know, we're, we're wrapping up now and I want to give you an opportunity to share any final words that you want to leave with our listeners today. Um, again, empowerment. Um, it's not about what you did. It's about where you're going and, um, hard work makes the dream work. Um, it's important to stay on the path again, no matter the lumps, because there's going to be lumps and I call them war marks, you know, that you have, but it's important ladies to stay on this path and, and to, you know, and, and I know it's important to take care of your family, you know, and as women, we do all kinds of things, but I really believe that construction is for us. We can do this. There's no, there's nothing that we cannot do when a female puts their mind set at doing it. Um, again, mm-hmm. my email is info at nevadawit.org. My website is www.nevadawit.org. And again, look for the our information i'll make sure you get it sheba that next year we are having a national alliance women in trade summit here in las vegas in september Uh, so those are the things i want to leave with everybody and again sheba thank you for letting me be able to spread the word and to talk to all the all the beautiful people that are up early this morning Thank you. Thank you again, Evelyn, for joining us. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to She Will Lead. And remember to live every day above defeat. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of She Will Lead. Live every day above defeat. Follow me on Instagram at Sheba L. Wilson 
Facebook, Sheba Wilson, and LinkedIn at Sheba Wilson for more content on females in leadership and so much more.